My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number eight, and the first ever episode with three people on it. hey There you go. Jared has a mic, <laughs> and if you're listening um, to the audio and you don't see the video, Jared's mic is was rigged together by Aaron, I believe. And you Jared. Did it. And yeah. Jared, so Aaron and Jared. Yeah. And it's a lamp. This is a, this is a, this might look like a mic stand, but it's actually, I don't know, it probably doesn't look like a mic stand, but it's actually a lamp. <laughs> Rigged together and anchored yeah. by a whiskey bottle. Yeah. There's which is a, just you, good resources. You definitely can't see the whiskey bottle, but there's just a whiskey bottle wedged into the back of this thing to weigh down the back so this mic doesn't tip the whole stand over. Y'all but it works. like this isn't grade A engineering. This is. I don't it's think, absolutely grade A I don't think we need to buy anything. <laughs> like the, the amount of resourcefulness that we have. That's like, true. I don't think we need to buy anything. I still think we need to hang these things from the ceiling. Let's punch out a couple of these ceiling tiles and like let them hang down. It's it. just the definition of balling on a budget. Yeah, hey, it oh, works absolutely. though. It works. It does. And you've got a mic, which we really mic. don't fully know if this sounds good yet. Yeah. But we're gonna Not find at out at the end of the podcast. We'll see. You might just have to go back to like yelling into the mics from afar. But you have graduated to a mic, which is super awesome. Hey, thank you all for getting me a mic <laughs> and like <laughs> figuring out a way to make this all work, so we actually yeah. can have three mics working. It did take so. us a long time today, but but it's working. This yeah. could be the first and last time. We do this, so be careful what you say on the mic. <laughs> All right. is, was that a threat to me? You already threatened me to take my light mic warning. away. A light warning. <laughs> we haven't even I'm gotten like, into the content. We're always saying like, Meh. I'm like the most soft-spoken one here. What, what am I going to say? It's not the volume, but the words behind it. I know. Soft, soft-spoken at first, like the words here. behind it are like gentle. I, as I think well. that's why we need to get a third mic. Was last time yeah. we we're talking about serious content, and you have yeah. were dropping some absolute knowledge, yeah. which was good, but you could barely hear you. Yeah. Through the which, which made it kind of funny. Now we ruined that like comedic yeah. element of it. Yeah. I actually unplugged your mic before we started, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is I'm actually just yelling right yeah, now. Yeah, you're just, just no one knows what you're saying mic. right now. This is episode eight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which we put out more than that. So how many episodes do we have out? Or how many I mean, I think, pieces I think of content? Uploads on we have we have twelve, I believe. Because we've 12. got two lives, okay. your keynote, and now oh maybe hours. eleven. Because okay. I didn't upload your roundtable one. So we're a month oh. into this, numerous episodes. We've done some lives uh, yeah. on YouTube, Facebook, different stuff. I want you all to give me each your assessment of how you think the first month's gone. Better, worse, what do you think? I think we have progressed rapidly. And like after the story we just told about how we just rigged up this, mm-hmm. this mic, it might not seem like it to people outside of this, but I think we have progressed rapidly. Like okay. we started out having to like convert two different files, like an audio file, a video file, and then converting the audio file to match like the gigahertz of the video recording. Yep. And not have, we like figured out a way to get past that. Yeah. And the audio sounds good now. Yep. All coming in as one file. So that saves us a lot of time. I mean, I think I'm proud of it. I think the stuff that we have talked about for the most part has been mm-hmm. good and we are progressing as far as quality and stream how streamlined it is and everything so i agree with that the fact that one time i was talking with somebody and i said oh man we're, we just got done with like we were just after work or whatever and we'd gone somewhere and uh, i was like oh well we were just we just got done with the little podcast whatever and they were just like oh yeah martin Matt, like that's been cool that's that's awesome he goes what well, and they just instantly asked what whiskey are y'all drinking and that's that's all I need to hear right there. It's like one, you watched it, you actually like know some of the content, and people actually had honest feedback 
which is crazy. Yep. So like, I know from the technical side, I'm not on the technical side of this like at all. Um, but in terms of people actually listening to it, in terms of people actually like the people, of course it's people we know. I have yet to have someone we don't know reckon and be like, oh, you're the guy on, you know, with what? You haven't signed any autographs something? yet? Uh, well, yeah, but they didn't ask for them, but I'm going to sign their stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's what it is. So why like the fact that people are actually listen, that people have listened to it, you know, I feel sometimes I feel like promoting all this and like sharing it on my Facebook page is like whenever I have a, uh, healthcare supplement and I'm saying, Oh my goodness, like I've lost 80 pounds. You need to try this too. Um, but people have actually like consumed the content and that is super awesome. So in terms of my expectations, to like, sorry, I, I'm limited on this hand. In terms of expectations and like where we've gone so far, yep. it is far surpassed that. I thought that we would be at however many subscribers we have now. I, I thought we'd be there. 78. 78 subscribers. That's pretty good. I thought between 100. the three of us, we could probably yeah. figure out like 15 logins a piece and probably get us up to 45. Yeah. So I'm like super pumped about yeah. this. I'm blown away. Yeah. So I have similar stories. Yeah. But I've actually had quite a few people different stuff that I have no idea who they are. Yeah. Who have seen and engaged with it. So that yeah. was super cool. Um, and I think the whole key to this was just starting. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're a month in. We're still doing this. We're still trying to get better. We spent a lot of time this week trying to figure out what's mm-hmm. next. Got mm-hmm. some cool stuff coming up. Yeah. But, I mean, we're just, we're doing it. And that's yeah. the whole game. Mm-hmm. It's just figuring out how to start. And I, well, the thing that I love is that, yes, we have access to some equipment right. for podcasting being you know, at this company design works, but a lot of this stuff is stuff we borrowed from friends and family and we have literally yeah. pieces together and not spent any money. I think so. you said it. The only things that design works actually owns are the two things that you and I are talking into. Yep. Yeah. And I just thump that hard. Uh, like the, the, everything else, all of Jared's stuff, yep. lamp design works owns, but that's worth about a dollar if you go to Goodwill. Yeah. Um, but like literally like everything, the camera, the sound, it's all, Borrowed from friends and people that we just asked, like, hey, do you have this? Because yep. we kind of need it. Yeah. And and we kicked it off. Yeah. Now, we are these are amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, that uh, costs less than... Yeah, it's it actually... Well, we'll see. We'll see if it actually sounds good. We'll find out. The um, if it's on, we'll see it if it amazing. sounds good. And then, like, but that mic, like, that's just someone that someone, like, lent it to us. Yep. And come to find out, if you went out to eat this week, you probably spent more than what that mic cost. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. And we have, we could have a budget to buy all the stuff we want. But I think well, there is something important yeah. about us just starting this thing. Yeah. Hashtag the struggle is real. Hey, I mean, just anybody can do this. We could have done this on iPhones if we would have wanted to. Yeah. yeah. We just happened to build a piece up together and figure out how to do it. But the whole point is that anybody can start a podcast. Yeah. It's it's the content behind it. So we'll not find everybody out if should, that's good. Not everybody should start a podcast. No, they should. Yeah. But... That's what my wife tells me all the time. Yeah. No. That's that's the feedback from one person. Yeah, which is a perfect segue. She loves it, but yeah. Well, as what? The podcast. Good. It, it it works out well. She always like makes fun because that's what that's how we do. But she actually like I was talking about something. We we're kind of joking around, and then she kind of just said like, "But seriously, like y'all need to get my you need to get Jared a mic." And yeah. I was just like, yeah. "Oh, so you actually listen?" Cause she's like, "It's really hard to hear him." I was my, like, my, "You listen, yeah. like all right." <laughs> <laughs> my wife was watching live on YouTube the other night when we were up here and like she just told me that she was proud of me because I'm <laughs> like a, a shy person and introvert and she's like you talked for an hour <laughs> yeah. and a half and it was actually like good stuff so yeah like, yeah I think I think we're doing good things yeah like none of us came I agree 
into this with any experience podcasting, like actually like no. producing a podcast. And if you're watching the video, you're looking at the three guys like sitting and talking uh, in this podcast right now. We're actually the three guys who produce this too. So yes. somehow we're producing this and oh my god, can I put that on talking my talking at the same time? That was pretty producer. generous of you, Jared, because you probably produced really it technically. Yeah. Well, so thank you. As far as getting these mics to work and everything, it's it's been it's been it's been a team effort. Yeah. So we're, we're we have this really cool tool called YouTube, yeah, and Google, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we do that. So somehow we are like adjusting mic levels and recording this and actually being like the podcast guest all at the same time, yeah. which is really ironic. Whenever we come back to listen to this here in about an hour, and it's, their we're levels like, no, are we just absolutely terrible. This mic, which which. I feel like I need to give a shout out because we started making fun of him because like the way that he talks is hilarious. But the dude who runs Podcastage on YouTube, that channel has like solved a lot of my questions. So shout out to that guy from one inch away, from two inches away, from four inches away, uh, and all of his earthlings that are subscribed to his channel because like that dude does amazing work. So if you're looking for mics, like that dude has reviewed a bajillion mics. What's it called again? Podcastage. He's awesome. He's cool. awesome. Shout out. Shout out to him. If you're listening, please let me know because I would feel like uh, I would come kind of kind of fanboying out on it right now. <laughs> All right. Hashtag Star Wars trailer came out. I've got a ton of questions for y'all. <laughs> First question. We got to get into business stuff. Yeah, we, have, we probably should. Minutes, yeah. Because I actually have some uh, political have, questions. About to have to turn this end. into an after hours event if we don't start talking about stuff soon. So political questions at the end. First question which is a question we get all the time. Mm-hmm. We go in and we work with businesses to try to figure out, hey, what's going to be the strategy? I just want people to come buy my product, come into my store, yada, yada, yada. So the first, one of the first questions we always get is, what social network should I be on? Should I be on Facebook? Do I need to be on Twitter? Do I have to be on Snapchat, Instagram? Do we need to do YouTube? So for you guys, Jared, you might want to kick this off because this is probably your area of expertise. What social networks do you think businesses should be on? So business owners are going to know their demographic better than I do. Like if I was actually talking or meeting with a business owner, I would know their demographic as well. But just for the business owner that I'm not connected to, you know your demographic. And I think um, if you have a younger demographic, I think you that's going to play a role in this. If you have a younger demographic, obviously, like Instagram and Snapchat are going to be huge. But overall, generally, I would say Instagram and Facebook. I think as far as yep. ad, how, how far ad dollars go and everything, I think those you're going to get the best bargain with Facebook and Instagram right now. Um, if you put it off any longer and you don't jump on it, it might be your mm-hmm. loss because it might skyrocket on you yep. as far as mm-hmm. how much your budget how far your budget goes, but those two, they're, they're easy. They're, they're photo driven. People love seeing photos. They're easy to, um, not only post, but provide customer service through Ooh. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what most people are on. And as far as somebody that's new to running a business on social media, I think they're, those two are the easiest to oh, absolutely run a business page on. Yeah. That's good. It also depends on like, what your business is, right? We we have some we have clients that kind of go all over the spectrum. Yep. Um, in terms of industry and everything like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And uh, whenever you have clients that go, like, we just learn things as we bring on clients, you know, and as we test things, because I would say the best thing to do is like give each platform a solid go just to see what happens. You know, you never know. Um, But that being said, you know, we also have this thing where we realize like with sometimes financial institutions, Instagram, while it's is is like the go-to thing. Like we want to get younger people. We want to, you know, portray message and all that other stuff. Like unless you are, if you're a financial institution, unless you do something really, really special and do it very, very well, Instagram's rough, Mm -hmm. you know? Now, mind you, the big brands, like, you know, your, your big four are always going to have success on stuff like that. And they're required to almost have a presence like that, you know, even beyond that. But, um, the, the goal is, like, if you know your demographic, which if you don't, that's something that, like, you got to explore and figure out. But uh, give every social media a go. Like, whenever mammoth.io came out, I was like, hey, I got to figure out how to get an invite to this because I want to know if this is going to be it. And then come yeah. to find out, as soon as I got there, Walmart was already there. And it kind of blew my mind how fast yeah. they got there. Um, you got that special but, invite. Yeah, right? But, uh, but you have to give them a go just to see what happens. Yeah. Just to see what happens. You never know where you're going to find your sub pop that ends up being your like huge target population. Like if I sold a whole bunch of, if I was into drones and I sold a whole bunch of drones, guess what? I'm going to be on Reddit like nobody's business because the FPV racing subreddit on there is huge and produce some of the funnest videos I've ever like watched, you know? And so um, it, it really is like getting to know your demographic and then just diving in and investing and seeing, is there a return on my investment here? If I'm, am I providing value? Am I providing like, in terms of like, hey, I actually need that. And you can actually, in terms of customer service, genius, if, if you can provide customer service and link directly to like one of your products on either Amazon or your own personal store or whatever, um, you've got to find the communities where, where your best interaction is there and your company almost comes across, not almost comes across, but you and your company come across as human. Yeah. Because yeah. I think whenever you come across as a company, it's yeah. not going to work. You got to come across as human to people who are interested. Yeah. That's kind of a loaded question for me because... This is basically just a setup for me to rant. <laughs> yeah. And I've and I've danced around this personally and with business. If you are starting a company or you have a company and you still question at all the digital space, yeah. you will die. Yeah. At some point you're dying. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're just so good, you know, I'm sure Nike could take a break and, yeah. and be somewhat okay, but not long term. And right. so I I think, you know, one of the things we always talk about, like we're on the app store all the time trying to find out if there's something coming out. Like yeah. there's going to be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like we're, we're a year from now, we're doing a podcast still. No way. No way. Those right. are, I mean, there's still something coming. Snapchat's huge. Snapchat's really difficult for us as an agency to manage. Right. Yeah. Someone's busy because you have to constantly be in it. Yeah. But if somebody's not starting to look, you know, there's marketing directors out there that are getting paid. Mm-hmm. Like they, there's got to be an investment in the digital space. You should be everywhere you can be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, and I think one of the things, Jared, you're good at, is is creating content and distributing it differently for all of them. Yeah. Like you've already created the idea and the premise is already there. You already know, like you said, demographic. If you don't know your mm-hmm. demographic, none of this is important yet. Figure right. that out. Right. But you've got to know, okay, what's working, what's not working. But you, you don't know that until you try. Yeah. Right. I mean, Snapchat's been good for us over at times. Instagram's great. I love Twitter. I was on Twitter last night, just mainly mm-hmm. during events. YouTube. We didn't invest a ton of time on YouTube early. We probably yeah, should have. Should have. Now we are. Yeah, we are. And you have to. I, I just, I'm dumbfounded by people who, they look at Facebook likes, Instagram interactions, um, number of 
you know, friends on Snapchat, whatever. And they, for some reason, when they look at how billboards and TV work, it's totally different. Yeah. They're like, well, you know, we, we're pretty sure these people saw it. Like, what if a million people saw your Facebook push, but no one interacted? Yeah. It's the same thing. And the reach is so much higher. Yeah, it is. And so I, I'm, I'm just, I'm blown away by people who get so locked up or tell me that something doesn't work, but they have no idea. So, well, that, so do you think that is like people not wanting, wanting to learn something new? Yeah, it's just like the default. Like we have experience with print or billboards or stuff. Mm-hmm. So we know how to do that already, and we don't want to learn something new. Hundred percent, and it takes time and effort. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the CEO who wants to just hire the nineteen-year-old to run their Facebook page and then gets bummed because they don't feel like they're getting the return. Right. Like the CEO, if you own a business, you have to start to learn this space and understand. Yeah. Like we, we're seeing a lot of people come out of college, right? Mm-hmm. We've been talking about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Just because they know how digital works doesn't mean they know how to make money. Right. And you've got to merge those two worlds. If, if right. you have to invest time in why and how and how things work, and it's, it's crazy to me. Like TV just makes sense. And I'm not hating on TV, but there's a lot of people that struggle with budgets. People want to come in mm-hmm. and social and they want to spend three to $500 a month. Yeah. But they're willing to spend two to $5,000 a month on TV, yeah. which is fine. But the expectation, they want like engagement. They want to go viral. But yet then they put uh-huh. a $5,000 yeah. a month budget out on TV and they're like, well, you know people, you know people were watching Ellen DeGeneres midday. Well, and that's one of those things too there where you're looking at like Population like Meville, you know, great book. Um, but Population Meville in terms of if you see, like if I'm a business owner and I'm trying to advertise my for my business and then I see it, a.k.a. a billboard or commercial, whatever, I feel better because if I saw it, that means that yep. a lot of other people saw it. But that, that may not necessarily be true. Yep. I mean, it just it just may not be. Yep. And I think that that's really difficult to stro- uh, struggle with in terms of results. Because if you put something out there, I, I think about, you know, maybe someone who's older or whatever and is, owns a business and is trying to attract a younger demographic. Well, guess what? On Facebook, whenever we're targeting certain age points, we're, whenever we're targeting, targeting certain areas and everything, I hope you don't see the ad. I hope you don't see the boosted posts that we pushed out there to a certain demographic because yeah. that means that we didn't target correctly. Now, if yeah. you see it organically, perfect. But if you see it, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, that, but that's hard to explain because whenever you're driving down uh, in the big old city of Wichita Falls, Kemp or Kell or anything like that, and you can see your billboard and you see the hundreds of cars around you seeing that, seeing that billboard, yeah. then it's like, see, it's working. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so that's, that's the hard part is yeah. trusting, trusting the process, trusting the results, knowing that Facebook, you know, whenever we've had some people ask us questions in terms of like, well, it says that like, eight, how do you know 18,000 people saw it? Like, well, I have to trust Facebook saying that 18,000 people saw it. Yep. Now the goal, you know, of course, me being my nerdy self then digs into how many times did a person, did a a person, a unique individual see it and all that other stuff. But but we sometimes, we have to separate ourselves and saying like, I may not be like the entire population that I'm seeking for my business. And so sometimes you may not be part of the result of what we're trying to accomplish. Yep. And that's difficult sometimes. 
because people like to see when stuff works. But then we get in the crazy part about talking about TV versus digital when we have all this measurable stuff. And sometimes in other areas, it's not as measurable or as true. Yeah. It's like, would you rather That's have... a whole conversation. We've argued about that a lot. Would you rather have $100,000 today or $100 million in 10 years? You know, Ooh. people want this temporary satisfaction. Yeah. They want this thing that's like, we know, we think people are watching TV. Being in Texas, cowboy games. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Like, we, we think, I don't know, we've been in a room with 15 people this year watching cowboy games. I think people are on their phones just as much yeah. fancy or whatever. And oh, so, yeah. yep. that's the one of those things that, like, I think people, they, they get on, they may not be as trendy as some companies, right? It's easy yeah. to be a coffee shop sometimes or to be some cool taco shop and to do cool trendy stuff. Yeah. Fuzzies. And maybe you feel like because you sell, um, <laughs> shout out. Um, shout out, Fuzzies. Maybe because you sell something that you feel like it's not as cool or it's not as trendy. Like, it doesn't matter. There's an avenue, and I think you have to try everything. Yeah. Like, not like try. Like, hey, I'm going to open up a Twitter account, and I'm going to post what I was going to post on Facebook, and I'm just going to send it to Twitter, and then it's yeah. not working. Like, you have to genuinely get in and invest, and I think you have to yeah. hack it. Mm-hmm. Like, Instagram. If you are on Instagram and you're not direct messaging people and you're not utilizing that stuff, you're yeah. it's crazy. You're not trying it. You're just yeah. you're opening an account and just posting to it, mm-hmm. like using hashtags, using stuff. Like you've got to try. And if something works, if you're making quilts, and for some reason YouTube is just popping for you, then let go. it roll. Then go. Like I, I just I get frustrated because it's it's the same conversation with the same people. Everybody at the beginning of the conversation they want to talk about sales. Sales mm-hmm. is the most important thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. end of the day, you want to grow your business. But then you get into the end of the conversation, you get deep into, you know, a campaign, and then everyone wants to talk about website views or analytics. Yeah. The goal never changed. Yeah. Now, website views, Facebook likes, things like that, number of followers. Yeah, those are good metrics that help. Like, hey, is people engaging, things like that, but it's not the end goal. Which, being fair, like, being marketers, marketers are the masters of two things. One, finding a new platform that people enjoy and just running it into into the ground and destroying it with ads and attention-seeking stuff. And two, coming up with new terms. Yep. And I think that's what the trap that some people have fallen into, and that's where we have to work on earning a lot of trust. We've had a lot of meetings where, you know, people have been sold, you'll get this many impressions. Like, and likes... Uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you had, you know, impressions on, it wasn't even really impressions on TV. You were buying a population and stuff like that. And so we've created that our industry has created a whole bunch of terms that we can rely on that don't actually translate into yep. anything useful. Yep. And so now I believe that there's been like a distrust that's been created oh, for sure. of all these young whippersnappers that are able to go in there and like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got all these impressions, you got these likes, you got these, all this other stuff. But how does that translate into what's actually important to me as a business owner, which is sales? Yep. You know, and and it's one of those things. And I think that that's where we kind of bring a unique point of view. um, And that is like, we're not just marketers. We're also business owners, you know. And I think that that's where we have that similar understanding of I don't care how many likes, I don't care how many impressions, I don't care any other. I want you to equivocate that to sales in my store. Yep. That's what I need. Or I need to equivocate that to reviews of people being happy. Yep. I need to equivocate that to me being able to autonomously re- like reply to things on Facebook or whatever 
where I know that people are being served in a way that they couldn't be served because they would never ask the question before. But since they can ask it on Facebook, they'll ask on Facebook. We answer on Facebook. Now we have another person who's happy because they got a question answered and they didn't have to drive all the way to my store or just leave it in the, you know, ubiquitous universe that never, you know, gets answered. Yep. And so using those in terms of providing value to your people, improving your brand and hopefully driving sales, like that's what it's about. If you ever, besides Facebook, if you can find a company that actually makes money on impressions and likes, I would like to be a part of that company. Yeah. I, th- I think what it comes down to is if you're a business owner and you're actually invested in your business, then you're going to invest in learning something new. Woo, there's the there's the Facebook quote right there. That's good. That's Especially good. with how like That's accessible good. it is to like learn new things nowadays. Like mm-hmm. Googling... Like how to run a Facebook campaign is super simple. Yeah. Googling how to use Instagram for business is simple. Like, and you can read articles, watch videos and learn new things in a snap nowadays. Yeah. And if you are a business owner who is not willing to do that, then how invested in your company are you? Listen, you realize what we just did, right? Mm. Like we just put ourselves out of business. Yeah. Oh, Like marketing agencies, as we know it, will last longer than they should. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. people yeah. don't want to do that, yeah. and it's Absolutely. crazy to me. What we're going to provide in the future, and what we provide now, I believe. I'll be careful what I say. I believe that anybody can post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, believe, I believe you can find a company to do a video for you. Mm-hmm. I think you could even invest the same amount of money and get the equipment. It's the strategy behind everything. Yep. The why and how. And as soon as yep. you get comfortable, as soon as you start to think you figure the formula out, it changes. Yep. Think about these people that made a ton of money. An unnecessarily amount of money for what they were doing on Vine. Oh, oh, I know. It's gone. Oh, I know. It's completely gone. Gosh, which is sad. By the you way. can't get comfortable in this space, and so I, I, I don't know if it's going to be faster than it's ever been. I know it's always changing, but I think it's going to be way faster. Yeah, we have no idea if something pops off next month. It's going to roll. Like just because mm-hmm. you think it's a good idea doesn't matter. It's what right. your consumers think. Right. Yeah. Snapchat was irrelevant. I can't tell many people that were north yeah. of 30 were just like, hey, this is basically a network to send nudes. Yep, absolutely. And these guys are scumbags for making it. Mm-hmm. And now those same people are on Snapchat. Yeah. But they're on it all the time. And mm-hmm. they'll tell you in a business meeting, there's no place for business there. But yet, they're there. Which is also the crazy part, too, which is tells you how like an app can evolve and the use can evolve over time. Um, I have an iPhone. My mom has an Android phone. I think it's a, it's a, since I said iPhone, I'll say that it's a Galaxy S7. Basically, you have an iPhone this. or you have another phone. Exactly. Yeah. That's in our, which is funny because we're saying that we're the majority by being 15% of the market. But, um, Steve Jobs. <laughs> so whenever, whenever I need to, like, th- there's an issue there because I can't FaceTime my mom. FaceTime trademarked my mom. Yeah. Right. But I, this is, by the way, as a son is a weird thing. I downloaded Snapchat on my mom's phone that way i could video call my mom easily and we could talk no one i think when snapchat first started i don't think that they saw it as a way for someone to video call their mothers like they just didn't no they just didn't and so that's that's where i talk about like the evolution the evolution of an app and people like take that initial finding of like you know the (laughs) Uh, what Snapchat was used for in terms of nudes, in terms of like all this other stuff. The adult industry took a hold of Snapchat real fast. 
and props to them. They've actually done that in a ton of areas and because because they're quick to evolve. Yep. Good on them for being quick to evolve and adapting in those areas. Um, but that being said, like I don't think that initially, whenever people are thinking about that, whenever they're business owners and stuff like that, like they don't think that someone's going to use to contact their mom. Yeah. Right. But that's how you can use things to reach out to people. Yeah. If if you didn't think that that was what was going to that that app was going to be used for, that means that like you weren't trying to figure out how your business could use that app. Yeah. As yeah. well. Hundred percent. And so that's that's where you fall behind. Give me a. Give me a, like a candy company. Mars. Mars. Who? Mars. Don't you do like M&M's and... Mars? Mars, yeah. Am I center at Mars? Mars. Okay, so Mars. <laughs> like, why didn't they quickly call Candy Crush? Oh, I know. And just oh, say, I hey. Because it's not traditional, I know. right? Like, you're, you need to get on Facebook and run ads. Like, I think you have to break the mold as much as possible. That's why I'm excited about young people coming in. And my problem is, they go through these Bushly classes, yeah. and, they, and they get told by people typically who've never actually been in a marketing company or owned a business. Yeah, and they come out with these like most of the time. In, no, of course, like, and we we got a great university here. I think that's fighting yeah. to change that. Yeah. Shout out to Midwestern State University, and so and a lot of other. I mean, that's right. I'm speaking in generics, right. but you have right. a lot of people, and we've seen it come yeah, well, through. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's it's a huge bummer because they get put in this box. Like, here's how marketing works: throw it all out. Mm-hmm. Like, if they would have bought into Candy Crush, like. And they'd have to own it. Like, hey, we just want you to put our label on. There's millions of people playing that. Yeah. Can you imagine if the little candies just look like Skittles? Yes. That'd be perfect. How many people were playing that and were like, I'm going to go get some Skittles? That'd be awesome. I don't know. What's at least the, the difference? next time I see Skittles, I kind of smile. Like, hey, I like Skittles. Isn't that the same argument that people have with TV? Top of, one, top of, mind, top awareness? of mind awareness? I mean, yeah. like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, finding out podcasts. Speaking of podcasts, we are looking for a whiskey company to sponsor this podcast. Still waiting. Slow on, though. Yeah. I always give them a shout out when we do this. I know. I'm, we've I'm consumed an awkward amount of stolen. If you see this bottle right here and that bottle right there. Not sponsored by. We've can yeah, not sponsored. Unofficially. Not officially. Like we we've consumed a large amount of Sloan though. But I mean that's that's the game is finding out where eyeballs are and being there. Yeah. It's I think what what old school like buying signs at baseball fields like people were going to baseball games. Yeah. There you had a captive audience. Now like dear, you don't have a captive audience, I don't think anywhere. No, I mean, maybe no. like prison. Yeah. I mean, if you want to well, market like in a prison, it's really hard to spend the best free market At 30 there. cents an hour for building, for making license plates, I'm going to say that's a really intense market. It's going to be tough. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're going to, we'll table this for now. Yeah. Because I think we could talk about this forever. But if you own a business, if you are a marketing director, we've been patient with you. Stop. <laughs> like, just buy in. This is, this is not just the future. This is the now. The future is going to change. Yeah. And so absolutely. you have no choice. You have zero choice but to invest in the space. Yeah. And if you own a business that does not work digitally, please, please let us know because I always look for examples. Yeah. And I'm sure there's ones that don't work perfectly. No, absolutely. But you have no choice but to invest in making sure that when people search, they find you yeah. and that you can find them before they even know what to search for. Well, no and, and if you're thinking about like, so, so sometimes you can think like, man, like digital is now and social media is now we're waiting for the next big app in terms of how we can market to people and everything like that. And then all I'm thinking about is I want augmented reality to take off because I know we have a dude that as you're looking and I think AT&T did it a long time ago where you could like pick up your phone and scan around and you can see where your friends had been and if they liked a place, they could like it, whatever. And so what I instantly think of is how can we use that for marketing 
Yeah. How can we, as you're walking on the street with your Google Glass or whatever, I forgot what Apple's called theirs, but it sounds like they've kind of put a stop to it today. But like whenever they're walking down a street that as you're walking, all of a sudden something's just like, like, hey, this is our special today. These are the tacos that are on sale. It's yeah. Taco Tuesday, $1.50 tacos all day. Come and stop in. Yeah. Like, like we're literally, I, I am working on planning for ad budgets, for, like, I'm trying to figure out development time, ad budgets, all that other stuff, and what it would take in order to integrate into something that's literally, that's not even commonplace right now. Yeah. And so if you're thinking, like, oh, man, I'll get into social, that way we can do that, like, you're you're almost two steps behind at this point. Yeah, it's time. Like big money. Yeah. Like really. Like I mean, put your money where your mouth is. It's time. It's crazy. I'm bitter about it. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, yeah. We've been patient for a while. Yeah. But it's time. Like run run heavy Facebook ads on Dallas Cowboys or NFL days. Yeah. Like just do it. Yeah. Which brings me into our final segment. Because I know uh, we have a meeting to get to in a little bit. You've been fired up this podcast. I'm, really? and I'm about to, it's about to get bad. <laughs> I, know we have a, I know we all three have a meeting to be at. Yeah. But I Okay. I'm going to give you guys a disclaimer. Let's try to go as little as political as possible here. Oh. But last night. <laughs> That's a bad disclaimer. Last night. One of my favorite, top three favorite rappers of all time. Mm. Did a cypher for BET. Mm-hmm. Eminem, shout out Eminem for always putting out crazy music. And I'm going to set the stage for you guys and then you guys can answer. Non-politically. Um, just the reach of which digital and this stuff plays. Um, typically this would have happened at, uh, BET, BET awards and not a lot of people would have seen it mm-hmm. because they wouldn't have watched the awards or stuff was going mm-hmm. on where they don't watch BET. So Eminem spits an amazing verse, in my opinion, like throw out what you believe. Lyrically, it's crazy. He uses it Fantastic it's Four. Good. It's cra- It's so good. And goes after Donald Trump, um, the president of the United States, mm-hmm. um, at the time. And so this happens. It's crazy. It goes viral. What I want to hear from you guys is, um, one, what do you think the value of digital is in this space? Mm. And if you're willing to to put your neck out, which I think is completely unfair, like what are your thoughts on just the equation? Not politically. I'm I, I'm not looking for like your stance, but like what are your thoughts of of how this kind of played out? So the value of di- uh, digital is kind of like if digital wanted to be around, nothing. I don't know if anything ever would go viral like this yeah. did in one day. Could have like, been on Fox News. Yeah. It yeah. could have been. You could have taken like a cell phone video or something and send it It could have been, but the cell phone video is... That's fair. Dig- Sorry. So, yeah. so digital like enables like, first off, it gives us all a voice for better or worse. So Amen. That's, good. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. A lot of times for worse. But digital can also be used for extremely good things. But the fact of the matter is digital enables stuff to gain virality quickly, like as opposed to anything else. So recommendation if you are somebody who is looking to get started, digital, as we've been saying all day. Hit up digital. So I'll go the exact opposite route of Jared here. Um, I will say that uh, you can, well, not, I'll start at the same place. Digital can be used for good or bad. And the issue with that is that uh, some people believe, whether whatever your intentions are, that like, if, even if you think it's good, they'll take it as bad. Even if it's bad, that your population may take it as good. 
And um, I think that we have seen uh, via social media, whether it be taking a knee, whether it be a presidential tweet, whether it be Eminem video on Twitter or whatever, um, I believe that we have seen that social media can cause great divides. Now, mm. with social media causing great divides, what's that's that's the rough part of it because you have a whole bunch of keyboard warriors that can hide behind a screen forever and a username that doesn't reflect anybody about what they are or anything like that. Um, I also believe that there are a lot of people who are now able to get a voice that didn't have a voice before. Yep. And social activism has become much more stronger now. Um, like we look back at the civil rights movement and we can name out a couple people that have demonstrated stuff that had a very powerful voice in what they yep. did. I think social media allows us to have a lot more people with a lot more voice. The problem is that that means that there's a lot more noise and everybody believes that they have an opinion on a topic in order to figure out. got to filter through some of that as individuals in order to understand what it is like our own biases are and who we personally follow on social media and realizing yep. that we have a tendency to follow people that we align our own thoughts with. That's good. Um, and so sometimes it may seem like an entire nation is talking one way, when in reality there's an entire other side that you have not subscribed to. And so um, I will say that I think that social media is probably the best tool and weapon that has come about politically in a long, long time since like yellow journalism forced in, forced us into like a war back in like 1812, right? Um, so I say I, I, all that wrapped up in a neat package. I love the fact that there is communication in several formats, some in tweets some in the form of what i almost consider spoken word uh because eminem did a great rap and i'm gonna give him that this rap but man that almost came across to me as a poet in terms of being spoken word fire. and it was so fire um and so i will say that like i i absolutely love that it's there my only hope my only request is that like if you look at your newsfeed and there's not people arguing on politically charged tweets and or or posts or images or anything like that that like maybe expand your group to include because like maybe you're only getting yep. one side expand your group expand your likes expand your follows to people that maybe you don't agree with that way you get a couple at least it, I'm not saying change your view I'm saying follow other people that way you can at least understand and hear yep. what the other side of that particular issue i'm not just talking politically i'm talking any issue the other side of that particular issue has to say that's good one i want to say before i get into this i'm probably gonna rant i'm grateful for y'all because we're on a business podcast and we can talk politics life yeah and so i'm glad to be around you guys because we can have real Same. conversations agree a lot of times disagree yep. at times it doesn't matter. So I wish that carried over more into social. My views on this are, one, digital is dangerous in a good and bad way. Mm -hmm. Bad because fake news, mm -hmm. hashtag Donald Trump, mm -hmm. uh, fake news can go viral. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't get the full perspective. I think what you mm -hmm. said is so good, man. Like We have no idea sometimes the full truth. The Olstein stuff, 
It happened in Houston. Like, I, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I have no idea. Yeah. However, I think one of the things we do good is uh, assume the best about people. However, I love that people that didn't get a voice or the people that didn't get to hear certain things get to go viral. So it's easy to take any piece of content and twist it. We do it all the time behind the mic, away mm-hmm. from it, like just mm-hmm. to kind of have fun with it. To deal with it. Yeah, yeah just to kind of <laughs> navigate the chaos. But what my view on this and what I hope that the modern Mad Men family will continue to take into the workplace in their homes is that if people are screaming and yelling um, about an issue, we it's our duty, freedom that has been given to us by the men and women who fought for mm-hmm. freedom. Thank you, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. amen, for real. Thank you, Aaron, for like your no. time. No, for real, thank you. Like Across the board, Like thank you to the people who serve for us. Um, freedom of speech is valuable, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for it. However, what I want to be is that when we have freedom of speech so that people can speak that didn't get to, so when those people speak, I think it's our job as well in freedom of speech is the freedom to listen. Yeah. yeah. And if there's enough people screaming, and I know we joke all the time about like, you know, Columbus Day was on Monday. Worst holiday ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't disagree with. Mm-hmm. But we have a group of people who was suppressed. Right. And as, if there's any group of people, period, we all agree on most things, mm-hmm. which is good mm-hmm. and bad. But if there's a group of people that are screaming we should listen at least and then begin a dialogue. And so Eminem being a white dude screaming for a black population. that's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, Mm -hmm. we feel like something's off. It's our job to listen. It's kind of, it's kind of weird how one of the easiest things to do is what we're worst at. That's listening. Mm -hmm. Terrible. And I'm not good at it either. Like I am when I want to be. Right. However, I agree with that. So we have to wrap this thing up. We've got to be in a meeting in nine minutes. Oh, that's literally not possible, but we'll make it. Oh, it's possible. <laughs> Ever been in the Kia? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we'll delete no, you that. Take that you there. I'll, I'll get you there on be, time. No, absolutely not. It'll break down on our way there. Hey, thank you all for listening to episode eight of Modern Mad Men. Um, two things to take away from this. One, this should, this should take away every podcast, but if you're not taking this away... Just go subscribe somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We're in a digital world. This mm-hmm. is no longer a separate world. This is the real world. Like mm-hmm. You've got to buy in in some form or fashion. Invest the time, the energy, the money to learn it and to invest in it. And two, listen mm-hmm. and love people. Yeah. It doesn't Absolutely. matter. It's not about right or wrong. Absolutely. We're in a beautiful country where freedom is truly freedom. Eminem, locked up, maybe killed in a lot of countries for what he did last night. Yeah. However, he gets the freedom to do it. And we're, I'm grateful that he got to do it, whether you believe in it or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He got to do it. I'm, gr- I'm glad he did. And I'm glad it got to happen. Yeah. Love people. Love people around you. This has been episode eight of Modern Mad Men. And we're out. <laughs>